Ladies and gentlemen, how are you doing today? We're back for another one on the project. I guess this is episode 30. They say, you know, life can change in the blink of an eye, and sure, folks, it can. It certainly can. Yesterday I had a great day. Yesterday was March 8th. I worked hard. I had a podcast completed start to finish released in the same day. Woke up this morning ready for practice. I woke up, had my morning walk, had my breakfast, was feeling electric as always. Made my way to the arena. Several names are posted on the whiteboard. I see my name is one of them. Me being a little stupid, maybe a little nervous, I start cracking jokes immediately. I say, hey, what happens if I walk into coach's office? He's got the fucking TV buzzing, computer connected. He's on Delta Airlines. He's looking up a flight for me because he wants to send me home. Wouldn't that be funny? Ha ha ha! Ha ha Guys are laughing. We're having a good old hoot and holler. Yeah, fucking bunch of boys. We're having a fucking time. We're there to practice. He calls me in. Harps, you're fucking done. You're gone. We have nothing here for you anymore. No, I'm joking. It wasn't like that at all. But I go in there, completely blindsided. Who's on the list after me? My roommate. Who's after that? Another fella. What happens? We got the three axemen, unemployed, looking for fucking work. Just like that, folks, you never know what can happen. I'm coming up here, down here. I'm telling you all, I'm on the podcast. I'm fucking down here for the year, looking to make things move around. <laughs> Not the case. So we're going to do a little podcast here because this morning I woke up, thought it was any other day, and here I am now at the Hyatt Place in Nashville with the three axemen. I'm going to introduce you to the three axemen today. The situation's unfolded, folks, like you're never going to see again. So we go in there. I get cut. My roommate, Jared Legion, walks in right after me. Snippers. Immediately. Gone. See you later. Not long after, good fella Chance Petruick walks in there unsuspecting after seeing us just get knocked off the block. Unemployed. Gone. Just like that. And what does he walk in? He walks in to find himself with the same fate. And what do we do? We join forces. We're going to make our way back to Canada as soon as possible, but not before we enjoy one night in Nashville. I'm joined by the two other axemen, which will create the trifecta of scissors we all felt today. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to take this time to introduce you to Jared Legion and Chance Petruick. Boys, welcome to the show. Please introduce yourselves one by one. Jared Legion. I'm Where are you from? from? Well, Regina Beach, Saskatchewan. And... Uh, yeah, pleasure to be here. How Thanks old are you, Jared? 22. 22? Chance, where are you from? Yeah, um, Harold from uh, Mooshaw, Saskatchewan. Um, 21 years old and yeah, just just trying to live out the childhood dream right now. Absolutely. Oh, well, we were. We were doing a damn good job of it too. We were living it. But then uh, the hammer came down, folks, unsuspectingly to me. I'll tell you, now, there's nothing more hilarious than walking into the coach's office getting your life turned upside down, and then walking out and trying to give a smile to the face of the boys and saying goodbye to you, see you later. But uh, we went home, we were going to fuck around and take our time, but we said no, that's not what we're doing. We packed our entire house in the span of about an hour and 20 minutes, we hit the dusty trail, we hit the highway, we said our goodbyes, and here we are in the beautiful music city of Nashville, Tennessee, where we're going to make our stance known for one more night abroad before we have to make our way back to the great north and fucking sit on our asses for 14 days. So, Jared, tell me right now, it's a little bit of a loaded question, what are your emotions after this? After what went down this morning? It's wild, you know, you wake up, you have your daily muffin, and you get ready to go to the rink, next thing you know, you walk in and your name's on the board. And your whole life gets turned upside down. Yeah, you know, when you looked at me, we kind of made a little joke, you know, stallmates, we've been there since since I've got here, and uh, we both had a good chuckle, ha ha ha, and then... Next thing you know, you came out of the office, my name's right after, and he just looked at me and you just kind of gave me that look and I went, oh, oh. 
there I went into the office and uh, the minute I sat down, I the the look I got, I just I, I was like my heart sank. I was like, I'm going back to the Great White North. <laughs> the best part was is that I was the first one to go in and get cut, so I had my gitch on, like I was ready to put my equipment on, and I had all of my tight shit on. I go in to, go in to get the news. Which was done very well. I mean, I got nothing bad to say about the organization or anything. I wish them all the best. Coach Simchuk, all of them. Everything was done perfectly. Everything was done nicely. No no grievances there at all. Nothing but good things to say. But then when you when you come out of the coach's office and you just got cut, and then you got to strip your gitch off in front of the entire team, I just kind of walked out. I didn't say anything, and I just started slowly taking my clothes off, and guys were just going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> And then what happens? Leeds walks in right after me. I'm trying to put my shoes on. I see Leeds walking to Morby. He starts fucking stripping. <laughs> and I was like, no, Leeds! We go outside. We start calling the folks. There's a little bit of despair in the parking lot. And then who comes out fucking 10 minutes later? Chance with his tail between his legs, too, right after us. Chance, tell us a little bit about what, the emotional roller coaster that you went through walking out of that room today. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things, obviously, we know hockey's a business, and um, obviously, I mean, you don't go to the rink expecting that, that to happen, and especially in that in that order, but, I mean, like you said, um, I enjoyed my time in Birmingham, and um, coach is unbelievable, and all the boys are, it's one of the tightest teams I've ever really been a part of, even though I was only there for a couple of weeks, but I had a blast, and um, I'm glad that we were able to kind of laugh about it, because... We know hockey's a business and it's a long road and um, I think that for us to just kind of have a positive attitude like we are right now and just kind of making the most of it and especially during quarantine trying to get home through mm-hmm. all this through all this nonsense and um, I think it kind of makes a little bit things you know things that are hard kind of a bit more easier right now especially being together after some tough news like that. Seriously I think um a lot of guys have come and gone from the Bulls this year many teams in hockey like they always do but most guys get snizzed and they're fucking on their own. They're flying home alone. They're, you know, they're looking to make travel plans. And just if so facto, the three axemen were united through disparity. And now we've made this into the trip of our lifetimes. Um, I always like to say, like, people were calling me today, like, are you pissed? I'm like, well, I'm not really that pissed because I, I shouldn't be pissed. If I was pissed, I'd say I should have fucking played better. Maybe I wouldn't have been snizzed looking for work. But um, it's an interesting scenario. But I'm glad that the three of us are getting to experience it together. None of us have ever been to Nashville. I mean, I'm a 1994 birth year. You're a 98, and you're a fucking 99 chance. Like, you guys are young as shit. So, I mean, a little bit different scenario maybe for you two. Like, I don't know what the future holds. Like, what? off the top of your head, you think the hockey career continues for you, Jared? I don't know. It's tough, right? I obviously, I have, I have three more years of eligibility of college, so maybe that's something I, I look into. Maybe I come back down and try again in Birmingham. I, I don't know. I think uh, a summer, you know, working, working out, see where I'm at, and come September, I think is the big thing. I'm, I'm not really planning on making any decisions right off the bat. No. I think just kind of going with the flow right now and get a job and start working out again and feel good about myself first. Watch the bank account go up, maybe, instead of going instead down. Instead of down? Yeah, yeah that would be a nice change, Fuck, eh? Fuck, I feel you there. <laughs> Chance, what do you think? You you guys are both so young. Yeah. What are, what are your plans, I mean, I don't know. I gotta, like I said, try to be positive through this whole thing, and I think just from my experience of of first being in Wichita, and um, I loved it there, and um, just kind of get my first taste of pro. I mean, it's it's crazy. You, you you see all these stories of guys that have signed NHL contracts, and 
I've kind of been through the ringer as well, and um, I've met nothing but great guys, and they've helped me along the way, and just this, through this crazy first year, of, especially during the COVID season, and and all that, and all the ups and downs that that has with it, and I think that of course I love hockey, and I want to play, and um, I'm going to work my my ass off this summer to hopefully kind of get into a situation where it it, it makes sense for me, and. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of doing the same thing as, as Leach. I'm going to go home, get a job for a little bit, work on the farm, and um, try to get in the best shape I can possible. And obviously, like I said, I want to play hockey. It's, it's what I want to do my whole life. And uh, if I can get back up, and hopefully the coast, or if i got to grind my way through through the SP as well, and I have no problem doing that either. I just got to pay my dues, just like a lot of guys have. Fucking right. And I will say right now, if, if either you shut her down, hockey-wise, I'll probably slap both you right in the fucking face. Because, I mean... Leeds over here, 1998 birth year, plays in the ACAC last year for fucking the Nate, Nate Ooks, is that what they're called? <laughs> Ooks. Guy has more goals and games played first year in the league. Ever heard of it? Yeah, not bad. Not a bad year. Chance over here, what do you have, fucking 60 goals in the Saskatchewan <laughs> Junior League last year? 110 plus points? Are you fucking kidding me? Guy makes the walk to the coast from Junior A, there's 13 teams fucking playing? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I hope he doesn't shut her down, folks. Holy fuck! But, um... Seriously though, I mean, we got two. You guys, it's just funny, man. This year's so disgusting. There's 13 coast teams. There's only five spill teams. There's nowhere for anyone to play. I got, I know, I know so many guys that are literally sitting on the couch and have nowhere to play. So, I mean, I'm not trying to give us a, a faulty pat in the back, but just to even get games in somewhere is maybe in a maybe a fucking blessing. Maybe we were lucky to even have somewhere to skate this year. It might might help us. Right? It might help us. Just you know, a lot of guys are going to play next year that uh, had nowhere to play this year and. I mean, just the fact that we had somewhere to put our skates on the ice, I mean, maybe it's not a bad thing. The only thing I'm laughing is, we're in for another long off-season. <laughs> Holy fuck. What do you think? No waits till July? July, yeah. Just nothing till July? Like, would you even lift a, like, lift a finger? I don't know. I do, I do, like, labor jobs, right? So, being from I'm, Sask, I'm not no, I think. I'm not no... Uh, being from Sask, I think. Typing on a computer, oh. so... We're just just sticking to the labor jobs. Yeah, I gotta do a labor ice, job to make the money. So. so do you just like do you like skip the weight for the hammer kind of thing? You just work. Yeah, for for a couple months at least. Like, I'm just gonna work and focus on the bank account going up. Holy fuck! We certainly weren't doing that the last couple months. What about you, Chance? What are you thinking? When are you gonna hit the weights? I don't know. I mean, do you even hit the weights or what? Your, <laughs> you just rip pucks in the driveway. Yeah. No. Uh, no, I go to the gym. I mean. I'm not really with a personal trainer or anything like that, anything crazy like that. But I know I have a lot of buddies that I work well, work out with back home, and um, I try to stay off the ice a little bit. I've always kind of been just kind of stay away from the game in the summer a little bit, and it's hard hard physically and mentally I think during the season. And um, I don't know, I kind of everyone has has their own routine, but I think this year with being such a long off season, and um, especially for us, I think. Could benefit us in a lot of ways. We'll work, make some money, get back in the gym. Maybe maybe a little bit earlier than than last year, and um, hopefully get on the ice a little bit more as things open up here. But get in at all for you? Just, no, I actually no, I actually worked out hard. But man, I found starting the season Boxing Day, like dude, it was so fucked. I found like I barely skated. Like the only I skated for the first time in end of August, and I, from being in Birmingham last year. And the only skates I had before the season was Monday night beer league, like, which was, it was a great skate. Don't get me wrong. Like we had a good time, but like 
you can't, I was tough, man. Like, my first couple weeks of camp, I had been new skates. I found, like, I was fighting the puck, fucking. I find you can skate so much in the summer and whatever. You can do as many summer skates you want, skill stuff, but you can't relate to a game. So I think once you get to the camp and the game yeah. situation, you're going to be kind of You're going to be a little bit, little bit fighting the puck, like you said. Your edges aren't really where you want them, and you're kind of just getting back to the speed of the game, which I, I don't think you can really replicate until, until you really get into the, think- the real deal. I think that's that's a lot of like how you said we're kind of lucky mm-hmm. we got some games and a lot of guys they 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 haven't been able to duplicate that compete mm-hmm. for now a full year mm-hmm. and we got the opportunity for the last four months mm-hmm. to do that mm-hmm. so obviously it sucks but I mean, but, I mean you yeah, got to take the positives take the positives too I think we're very fortunate like you said I mean a lot of guys have been sitting at home and. Whether you played five games or, or 50 this year, I mean, it's still something. And there's guys, like you said, that have been sitting around for a year now that haven't done anything. So, yeah. I mean, to have that and just, just for next year, there's going to be a lot more jobs opening up. And uh, I think in the long run, it, it's definitely better than sitting at home. And like you said, we're, we were in a really good situation in Birmingham with, with the guys there and the coach staff helped us as much as they could. And mm-hmm. obviously there's no room this year, and that's just kind of mm-hmm. how it goes sometimes. It's a business, and that's what I'm learning this year. And I'm glad that I was able to learn from such great guys and guys that we played with and mm-hmm. I had I think, nothing but positives out of this fuck year. man for you two guys too like you guys are young and like there were some good guys in that room that like you know you got exposed to crazy some good guys in that room that you got exposed to that I mean maybe in another year you wouldn't have got a chance to meet so quickly and I mean fuck dude like what was it like going from um, the Saskatchewan Junior League to pro like the coast this year was it insane yeah I mean Honestly, like, I wasn't really sure what to expect when I went to camp. Like, I, I wasn't sure if I was gonna make it or I was gonna be there three days. And um, I kind of was just kind of floating around, just working back home. And I wasn't sure if I was gonna even go to camp or whatever. And decided to go. And I mean, I don't think anyone really thought that I was gonna make it, let alone stay there for a couple months. But I mean, yeah, it's crazy. You go from playing. 16, 17, 18 year olds to playing men that have played NHL games, have played a lot of AHL games, have won championships and pro. And I think that you don't really learn how things work necessarily. Like mm-hmm. you think, okay, this is how the coast works, this is how this works. And I don't think you really understand how professional hockey works until you get in and see what guys have been through. And for us now, experiencing mm-hmm. this, and that's a story that we can lead on to hopefully guys that. Um, our rookies when we're, we're still playing, right? It's just kind of like situations like this to where you can take a negative and just talk negative about whatever and this and that and look at all the the shitty things that happened to us or we can turn into a positive and go, well, we have a long summer now. We can, like you said, make some money, work out and skate. So I think it's just a lot of about just, especially this year with COVID, being fortunate and being positive about our situation and like we were saying today to each other, like when when do we think we're gonna be ever be in Alabama again? Like who knows? Or mm-hmm. when are we gonna get to just drive through Nashville and spend a night here? Like yeah, I think we're fortunate. We're doing stuff that a lot of guys will never get the opportunity, and a lot of guys that wish they could do. So yeah, for I sure. I have nothing but good things to say about this year. <clears throat> no regrets, honestly. No, 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 absolutely not. Even even the same with college, right? Like last year, I played against guys from say 21 to 24 mm-hmm. 25 if if you're lucky right the majority of the old guys are 25 years old the year after they're going to play pro mm-hmm. so now coming in as a rookie i was playing against guys who were 
26 to now 30. So I think that's a big thing, right? Even just the maturity of the game, right? Understanding how mm-hmm. it works. And, and like like Chance said, it's a business. Like, no regrets, obviously. It, it was mm-hmm. fantastic. The guys were unreal. I think this was the biggest learning curve of my life, for sure. Mm-hmm. I just, I find it's crazy because, I mean, like, I'm obviously not substantially older than you, but, like, I went through multiple years of college and... <clears throat> Here I am kind of in the same situation as you guys, but you guys are so fucking young. Like, I reiterate, touching on Chance, making the move from, um, you know, Junior A hockey in Saskatchewan. Guy cracks the fucking coast at 21. Like, in this in the COVID year, that'd be fucking nuts in a normal year. This guy cracked the coast in the 13-team thir- league. That's the strongest that league will ever be. And how many games did you get in? 12? Uh... 12 or 13, yeah. And you scored, didn't you? Yeah, first game. First really? shot on goal, yeah. No way. Yeah. First, first shot. Witchy. First shot, first goal of the year in all the coast, I think it was. No way. Yeah, so so. Did, you, did you come in and be like, I'm going to rip this fucking league apart? Well, I don't know. I, the first <laughs> game, honestly, on the bus, I, I don't know. My uh, my mom's pretty confident like in myself, obviously. She gave me a positive positive talk for the game or whatever, and I just was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't really know what to expect, like... I was playing senior in uh, Raymar, Saskatchewan with the Rockets and um, just just really had no expectations kind of going into it. And I kind of told myself for the game, like, hey, whatever happens, happens. And um, I knew they were making some cuts and stuff like that after the game. So I was like, well, I'm just going to go out there and play like I can. And whatever happens, happens, like I said. And I was able to get a balance. I had a two-on-one. And obviously, like, I didn't do a whole lot on the play. But, I mean, still, like, put it in at the end of the day. And I kind of blacked out. I still, like... This whole this whole year and even just playing there is crazy to me. Like, like last year, if you told me at this time a year from now, which is basically when the season ended for everybody, that I'd be playing in the coast and I would have had a, had a coast goal or a couple points, like whatever. And I don't know, it's just crazy to me. And I mean, I'm trying to build off that obviously for next year and trying to just like you said, it's it's pretty crazy going from junior A to the coast. And um, I mean, people don't realize how good that league is, especially this year. It's, it's basically mm-hmm. like the A probably, and I mean, oh, there's a lot of guys yeah. in the NHL that are they're stuck down there in the taxi squad and that sort of thing that can't get up to the NHL, and maybe in a normal year they would be. Like, who knows? But yeah, um, no, it's crazy. Pro's pro's crazy. It's unbelievable. What a fucking just crazy year, man. And like, and then Leeds, like, what was it like from you? Like, you were only 21 last year. You're one year removed from junior. You're one year older than Chance. You guys were teammates in the SJ, weren't you? At one point, we were. That's fucking. And in midget too. And in midget. Yeah. Just a couple good old sasky boys. <laughs> um, but what was it like from you, man? Like you, you left, um, you know, the Alberta Collegiate Athletic Conference, yeah. which for those of you who don't know, it's much like CIS, but it's uh, only in Alberta. There, it's a great league. A lot of guys go out there, and you can do programs like trade schools and and stuff like that. And they have teams at schools that offer programs like that. You know, it's not just like university degrees. So. You get a lot of good players that are looking for, you know, different avenues of education. He's out there. I'm just explaining this for a lot. A lot of people won't know what the ACAC is who listen to this show. So a little debrief for those. But, you know, he's playing a good level of hockey. He leaves after one year where he fucking turned that, lit that league on fire. And what was that jump like for you? Like, I mean, you went to the, the, the Southern League right away. Like, but what was it like? Like, I mean, you were also, you went to Huntsville before you went to Birmingham. Yeah, like, obviously my road was... Nothing but straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I <laughs> went to Nate at the beginning of the year. I mean, COVID year, we, we weren't really sure if we were going to play, but we were all hoping. Mm-hmm. Started there, started first semester. Um, come about December, they were they're deciding they're going to shut it down. So I talked to my coach, and, and he had a couple connect, 
connections to come down south here. So he got me a gig in Huntsville. And the Havoc. The Havoc. So flew down to Huntsville and played there. And stuff didn't really turn out as it was. So I was ready to leave Huntsville, ready to go home. I was preparing for another long off season. That was come uh, January. And uh, <clears throat> one of the guys on Berm, Lindy, he friends with my coach, and he kind of hooked it up, said, hey, there might be an opportunity here. You can come see what he's got, blah, blah, blah. And I uh, got in touch with the coach, and it ended up working out. It was it was good. I I mean, I no regrets. Like, obviously, when I left Huntsville, I had a flight booked. And I canceled that flight and got picked up in Birmingham. Drove, or picked up in Huntsville, sorry. Drove to Birmingham. Got got to Birmingham, slept in a hotel that night, got there at like, I think it was 1 or 2 in the morning. Woke up for that 8.45 practice. Got to the rink. I remember walking in and all the guys were like, what the fuck's going on? Mm-hmm. There's a random guy here. And you sat right beside me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Luckily. Luck, lucky choice. <laughs> and God bless you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wild, obviously. Come September, like in September, I, I thought for sure I was going to be at Nate. Um, not necessarily even playing, but going to school and practicing. Like we had ice every day. It was, but I don't regret it. Obviously, um, like I have a scholarship for through the Western League, and I got that postponed. So it doesn't I mean, get fucked because uh, you went down here. No, so there was a opportunity. It was literally in January, right when I got cut from Huntsville, and they sent out like a, a thing to everyone and said if you want to postpone it for a year because you're playing pro because I wanted to try to find hockey they said that I could postpone my scholarship and I could restart it in September oh okay if you so, did play some games too yeah oh okay that's cool then. so I I applied or I I guess you could say I applied for that and he emailed me back and said uh, it was accepted so come September I kind of got to make a decision either go with it or come back down here so we'll have to see do you want to touch on your time in Huntsville at all <laughs> yeah I mean I will yeah let the people know right well why wouldn't we I mean what are they gonna do not give us a fucking job to go back down there <laughs> yeah fuck them I mean Bulls for life <laughs> <laughs> I mean yeah the guys in Huntsville were I'm gonna send this right to their fucking coach dude <laughs> <laughs> the guys in Huntsville were fantastic. That's one thing I will say. I mean, I played with some guys that... All of them? You don't want to sewer any of them? No, no. You, you don't want to use this platform to sewer anyone directly? Hey, RFC, you I'm know. joking! <laughs> but no, you can sewer the organization. I'm joking, guys. I'm trying to pull teeth here. <laughs> <laughs> no, like... I will, like... Huntsville, great, guy, great guys there, for sure. They had some guys that came down from the coast. Same kind of thing as, as Berman. Um, there, was, there were some guys in that room that... That played a hundred plus coast games, so to watch those guys every day, it's pretty cool. Like, I lived with a guy; he's a fourth, fifth year guy in the SP. Mm-hmm. You know the way he goes about his day; he does everything. It's all professional. Mm-hmm. So, and he was a he was a great guy. Anything I ever needed coming in as a as a young guy, he did anything I wanted, and he helped me with all that. Um, obviously, getting caught brings a big little wrench in the plan. So there's a little tenacity i guess you could say between coach and player after you get released mm-hmm. as there as normally would be yeah so um i do i th- 
it's tough, right? You, you, you think you deserve to be there mm-hmm. over some players. Maybe you think you're better. Maybe you think you fit in more. But at the end of the day, what I've always <clears throat> learned is you can't really fight it because the more you fight it, the more you say, it's just going to put yourself in a hole. Can I just... I'm gonna just I'm gonna pick up on this conversation that he's working on, but I can't reiterate this enough because he will not say it. So Huntsville cuts Jared, and um, first game Jared plays against his former team was in uh, the Pelham Civic Center in Birmingham, Alabama. And what does Jared do? He goes down fucking far side, rips one post and in first game against them. That's a goal. First game played against the old former squad. We'll chalk that up one. Yeah, it's a good decision, coach. We're lighting you the fuck up now. And then what happens the next game when we're playing in Huntsville? I'm joking around because I, I sit right beside uh, uh, Liege on the road to this game. I'm sitting right beside him. We're in Huntsville. And I look over and I say, you fucking score tonight. You go to the center ice and you claim the logo. You claim the entire arena and you look up at the people and say, are you not fucking entertained? Are you not entertained by what I bring to this place that I used to call home? And you guys said, see you later. What does he do the next? What does he do the first game? He scores a goal, first game back in Huntsville after he already ripped against the first game against his prior team. What does he do? He goes right up the half wall, fucking down on one knee, biggest silly I've ever seen, dragging the hand along the ice, and then he gets up. It was around the blue line probably, and he just there's like in Huntsville there's like boxes, there's like seats, there's like people can sit right on the glass in these like sweet like restaurant tables. He just starts punching the glass. There's like a 60-year-old man, Alabama man, sitting there. It's it fucking... Lee just trying to ask him for a piece of it, saying, You want fucking some of this, bitch? After he fucking rips tit. And then what does he do the next period? He goes down the other side of the wall and fucking rips tit again. Game-winning goal. Stares the coach down as he goes by the bench. Smell you fucking later, pal. Anyways, I just had to reiterate that because it was pretty fucking sweet. And you wouldn't have said it, so I had to put some life into there. But, um... No, we're not trying to speak bad on any anyone that's ever given us a chance, for sure. Certainly not not the Birmingham Bulls. God love the Birmingham fucking Bulls. And I wish them all the best, man. I hope that uh, they got a good group of guys. And uh, I hope that they uh, they got, a, what, half a season left? 20 games. 20 games? Mid-way. They'll fucking they'll get on a roll. They'll boys, turn it around. The boys will be buzzing. And um, if I'm a betting man, I go Bulls. I go Bulls for the Southern League. Well, that's just me. What the fuck do I know? I spent two months in the room. But fuck, <laughs> fuck do I know? Right? But, uh, boys, let's focus on what really matters, I guess, at this point. So, Nashville. Never been. Heard a lot about it. You two guys are from Saskatchewan. You guys love country music. Yeah, it might be some of that shitty pop shit, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, what are your thoughts going into a night in Nashville? My, my girlfriend, i got to reiterate this. Talk to my girlfriend today. She's kind of pissed at me, I think, because she's like, well, you're going to go to Nashville? You're going to go to Nashville? What are you going to do? Bring COVID-19 back to Canada with you? I'm like, no, I'm not. But I'm going to bring a memory of a goddamn good night in Nashville. I'll tell you that. That's what I'm going to do. What are your thoughts? Where are we headed? Broadway? I'm excited, yeah. I mean, I think we're going down Broadway for sure. Um, I mean, you can ask any of my buddies back home. I've talked about going to Nashville for, for a long, long time now. And um, I've gotten the country big the last, last couple of years. I mean, playing in New York, it's a country city. Um, or a country town, I guess I wouldn't call it a big city, but um, Leech knows, and uh, I'd say Leech kind of got me into the country too, just playing, kind of going there when, when I was 18, and um, no, I'm excited. Uh, I'd always said I'd go to Nashville before I went to Vegas, and 
Um, it's kind of more of more of a Saskatchewan kind of vibe downtown and guys that maybe we fit in a little bit more with. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm not saying that me and Leeds are, are uh, country guys by country boys by any means. We're more more city guys, but I mean, for for tonight, uh, we're gonna try to fit in as best we can. And um, <clears throat> no, I mean, like I said, we're gonna take take kind of the situation we have and turn it into a positive. And I'm, I mean, mm-hmm. I wanna have I'm gonna remember this forever, whether. Hundred percent. We'll is, never so. forget this day as no, long as we no, fucking live. Absolutely not. Um, what do you guys think? Is it bad optics to produce a podcast where we're looking to go out on Broadway and then hopefully cross the border back to our native Canada tomorrow, pending the COVID nineteen testing that we did six hours ago? Do you think that's bad optics to produce a podcast and talk about that situation? What do you think? I are mean, we going to get deported when we cross the border? <laughs> are we going to get sent back to the States? I don't know. I mean... Canada's taking this shit seriously. A lot of people that probably make decisions like this obviously listen to this program. So we're putting it out right to them. We, I mean, we don't want to get too political here. This isn't a political podcast. But that's that's this good. Is, this isn't wedgie. Because the thing is, is when we show up and we, and we show our Canadian passports, I think they should let us in. I think so, too. Especially the borders that we're going to be crossing. I have crossed them before, and I don't know if I did anything less. I don't even think I rolled my window down. I think I just slowed down to about a 10 kilometer an hour, and I just slapped my passport against the window, and the guy just waved me fucking through. So, with the pandemic being on, I can imagine that the border is going to be that much stricter. I might have to roll down the window, and I actually have to pass the passport to the young man, the border agent. That's about the protocol that I'm expecting to be stepped up. I don't think I, I don't think this is anything crazy going to happen. What What do you think if you you just marker a sign that said I had co I have COVID slapped her on your window? You think I have wave, COVID. Yeah, you think he'd wave you through, or do you think he'd stop you and make you turn around? See, but what would they do though? Like I laugh because we all have P ones. We're technically down here to work. Like we were thinking about like what if we, we just went up there and there's point. the rule right now that we have to have. <laughs> We were employed. Um, you have to have a negative COVID test before we cross the border. And it has to be a molecular test. What does that mean? I'm not a fucking scientist. Don't ask me. But we were going to get the rapid ones and just storm the border tonight. But then we thought that was probably a terrible look. So what did we do? We did the smart thing. We got our tests booked. The PCR. What are they called? PVR? PCR. PCR, PCR test. And then we fucking... What is that now? PCR, okay, I see. PCR test. And then uh, we get the news about, it takes 24 hours, so we're hoping to get it tomorrow afternoon, so we have to stay in Nashville. There's nowhere else to stay. Sure. <laughs> so uh, there, was nowhere, there was not a single vacancy of another place on the way home, which sucks, but also it kind of works out good because we wanted to go to Nashville. Right? <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. I'm thinking Tootsie's. I might bring my guitar down fucking town and sit at the corner and just put my hat in the corner and just start busking. Maybe get us some extra coin, get us home early. I, I wish I could share with the viewers. I have a video on my phone. You've seen it. I've showed you. When I was making craft dinner, what you serenaded me. You were sitting at the kitchen table, strung along. Did I actually? Yes, I have a video of it. Was I drunk? Oh, you you were a little drunk. It was. Yeah. Maybe, was, maybe, like, the viewers don't know. You don't drink, right? I don't drink. I've never drank yeah, drop alcohol but, in my life. I probably never will. Maybe tonight I'll try a beer. <laughs> Just for a special occasion. Yeah, and tonight we'll try a beer. Maybe that'd be the perfect time to do it. Uh, boys, we're already at fucking 31 minutes. 
What do you think? Should we keep this podcast going or should we should fucking turn it off and go downtown right now? Well, we each call an Uber. Do, 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 do any of you have Uber? I have Uber. Uh, I Canadian Uber. guy, I don't think I have, We don't have Uber in Saskatchewan. Do, do we do, yeah. We have do Uber we? in Regina, yeah. See, that's as much as I know. Yeah, well. I have, there's no Uber in Saskatchewan. That's, what ha- that's what happens well, when you go to carpentry is. school. Us <laughs> <laughs> fucking carpenters you can, don't you can take tell the, the You can tell the plot. I have a diploma in carpentry. We got a carpenter, we have um, a business degree, and we have a graduate of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League. So we're going to go downtown, we're going to make some fucking deals. Um, we might land some kind of something that maybe we'll just stay down here. Should I bring the guitar? I'm not great, but I think maybe we can get a catch of something. I think you could probably, if you play outside of a bar, you could probably get us enough money that we could stick around another night. You think so? But you know what I'm worried about is just us not having enough money to even cross the border. What are we in Mexico? You gotta pay the guy? Well, I don't know. Some crazy shit could fucking happen, dude. Um, folks, I think. What do, what do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to keep going? It's up to you, man. You Everything do we're doing is a lot. This is gonna be on the show. I'm not editing. A, I'm not even. I'm, I'm literally gonna send this document right to Apple. So, are we done? It's up to you. I think it's time. Boys. I think we I should think go, time. folks. This is the episode, we're going to call it the Three Axemen. If you don't like it as a viewer, fuck you, okay? Because I'm going to listen to this in 30 years and think it's hilarious. And if you don't, well, maybe this episode wasn't for you then, all right? Turn it off, because I'm sick of listening. I'm sick of you listening to it, if you don't enjoy what's going on here, okay? Folks, this is the project. This is the Three Axemen. Um, we're just three boys looking to have a good time tonight before we get home. We get stuck in quarantine. Boys, give me a cheers. <laughs> Fucking amen. Um... This, this it won't be the end of the road for the boys. We don't know. I personally, I don't know if I'm going to play next year. If these guys don't play, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. But what I do know that's going to happen is we're going to go down to Broadway. We're going to see this town for what it fucking is worth. And we're going to have a goddamn time. Because who knows if we'll ever be back to Nashville. Who knows? I have no clue. I don't want any regrets. I, I don't mean, want any regrets tonight. I want to sit in my house for the next 14 days and reminisce on, on the great night that we had. And... I might take up smoking full-time tonight. Full-time? I might smoke 700 cigarettes. Packs are... Two smoke four bucks a pack. You, can't aff- you cannot afford They're not to away. smoke cigarettes. I'm going to take up... Sm- I'm going to be a... I'm going to be a full-time smoker this evening. 100%. I respect it. Do you guys want any darts? I'll buy a pack. We'll see where the night takes us. All right. Folks, this is an episode that we will be calling The Three Axemen. Why? Because we all got cut this morning and we're in Nashville. We woke up for practice and we're in Nashville, but have the time of our lives. Okay? Forget what you cannot control. The three of us are going to have the time of our lives. Yeah, we could be pissed. We'd be pissed. Yeah, we all got fired this morning. We thought we were going to be hockey players. No, we're not anymore. No, we're not. For a couple months at least. Okay? We're going to go out there. We're going to have the fucking time of our lives. This is the Three Axemen episode. Boys, thank you for doing this. I'm not sure if anyone's going to listen to this, but if you don't, I know for a fact you're a dumb idiot. But right before we go, I will not forget to add that uh, we did a little something hilarious happen today. Um, Not today. This was on Sunday, actually. Me and Liege, um, I think I briefly talked about this on a recent episode. I actually yelled at Liege mid-episode the other day. Um, Me and Liege like to get after it. We like to wrestle. We like to horse around. And the other night, uh, it was Sunday night, was that two nights ago? We were hammered as shit. And um, next thing you know, the boys rallied us to fight each other in a living room. And I, I'm not going to lie to you. I had, I, I had several beverages that day. I was feeling pretty good. And like I don't even really remember what happened. 
all of a sudden I remember sitting in a guy's house, enjoying myself, just having a couple beverages. And then the next thing you know, with no discretion, I'm shirtless, squared up with my roommate. And we were just going at it town to town. And unfortunately, in that instance, we got a little carried away. And I think we might have put about four holes in a guy's wall. And the funny part about that is we fought, what, every day? Other than me having COVID, we fought every day, like multiple times in my room, in our in our in our in our house, and we didn't do anything to the walls. We get drunk one night and start throwing hands, and next thing you know, there's the, the fucking entire walls busted for for two months. Like I I was in Birmingham for two months. I I lived for a week to two weeks with two other guys in six thirteen. Then I moved in to ten fifteen. Mm-hmm. About a week after I moved into ten fifteen. It was just decided. You and me had to decide every night who was going to fucking win, who the leader of the house was. <laughs> it was all about honor. And I mean, <clears throat> you kind of tailed off at the end because I feel maybe you knew that that who the leader was. Okay, that's such <laughs> bullshit. I fucking if, the, if you start saying shit like that, I wish there I wish there was video content. I'd put the fucking laptop on the desk and we'd just fight the last ten minutes of this episode. Maybe you know what we should do? The first ever pod where we just scrap in the background. It's an audio scrap only. All they hear is the slaps. Hey, my credit card is on this hotel room, so we can't be damaging the walls here. I am gonna ruin this place when we get back to the hotel today, and then I'm gonna leave these two in Nashville, and maybe they'll be stuck here forever and never can leave. That would be ideal to me. That'd be ideal to me too. You don't think I want to stay in Nashville? Well, maybe we the will. Music City. The Music City, man. We came here for a reason. Do you want to tell that story quick today? Kind of funny. What story? I mean, you I can start it off. Yeah. Hey, oh start my it god, off. this is this is kind of funny. This is the last story we're gonna tell a three accent episode because this happened today. It's actually fucking hilarious. Do you want me to start it here? Yeah. Okay, so we had to obviously, like I talked about, those PCR tests. We had to get a COVID test. And uh, we walk into um, Southern Wellness, was the place called? Should yep. we say the name of it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we should. We tell the people. Uh, we'll, we'll we tell it. the people. We'll edit it out. Yeah, we'll edit this <laughs> out. But anyways, um, we go in there, and there's a young woman, affable-looking woman, and she's clearly paying a little bit of mind to, you know, Legion chance there. Clearly caught a little bit of that Saskatchewan fever, like many women do. And we fucking, after we get our COVID test, we're, ha- we're an hour or two down the highway. Who follows young Chance but the Southern Belle who took his COVID test? Yeah. Are we going to get her fired? I don't know. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what I, the rules are. Everyone in the world listens to this pod. Well, we didn't say any names. We didn't say any names. We, just, we said the name of the clinic. Yeah, but we don't know who works there. No. Could Let's be get serious. There's eight listeners probably. Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean you know, a beautiful I blonde girl and... Um, Absolute she, she, sniper. I will say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, great, so, great the, southern accent. That so yeah. The last I mean, thing. obviously, I'm excited. Like, obviously, I had a shitty day today getting getting snizzed, and I mean, that's, that's just that's definitely How do you feel though? Like you, you're leaving Birmingham, and the first time this guy gets macked on by a hot southern belle, and we're headed out of town. Yeah, I mean, obviously. How did it go? Did you reach out to her via Instagram? Well, I, yeah. I mean, I, I just messaged her and said, uh, uh, hope, hope you noticed me there. And, and obviously, <laughs> read, read like the, you said, like you said, being a, being a sad guy. Read the I mean, message start to finish and like make it a process here. <laughs> okay, let me bring it up. Well, how'd she open? She I followed said, you uh, first. Yeah, follow me first. But 
I'm not going to wait for her to message me because who knows what that's going to be. No, that's not, that's, that's bullshit. To the point, I said, I, I, I was hoping you'd find me kind of thing. And um, she just comes back with, oh, LOL, is that so? Question mark. So I mean, that. I'm like, okay, well, what do I come back with now? And um, at the clinic, she, she spelled my name wrong. And um, I didn't really appreciate that because she looked at my ID about three or four times. And um, then I made sure she spelled it right. So I reiterated that in the, the Instagram message. And... Um, not maybe not the not the best ending to the conversation, but she just said she doesn't she didn't know what what uh, made her want to follow me. But like you said, I, th- I think it was the the. Did you text her right now and say was it my hotness? Should I say that? I mean, what think I, girls like that? That's straight. Am I a hot guy? Guys. We'll tell the we'll tell the viewers though. Like with two with two old bulls, like me and Hopsy here, and she chose the young buck. She chose the young calf. Like that's got to be good. Like. She must. She I must mean, fall. I think she she picked right out of the crowd, Bow. She's wow. Like, I need a little. It could have been anybody. Can it? Could have been. Anybody. I don't know. You get the tattoos on the arm. Girls in Santa fucking chance, man. Not a chance. Not a chance. Should we send you back down there, down I sixty five? Maybe get you one last night in Birmingham so to fucking link her up. Well, maybe you never go home. Maybe I never do. Maybe I settle down. The green card. The green card. Did she get next you episode? Card? The green card. That's the next episode. Oh, oh. The three axemen turns right into the green card, and it's just Chance talking about his new chick. <laughs> you leave him the setup, hey? Oh, uh, he takes over the project. He's now the host. You're now just straight I'm roofer. Just, I'm a just a bum. Just a roofer. roofer and a hot dog. And I'm gonna start selling. Yeah, I'm slinging meat missiles. I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, lie. hot dog sand. For the win, anyone in Ontario, go to. His yeah, hot I'm not gonna lie, man. That's gonna be the next episode. We're gonna talk about that. I'm coming back to Canada so goddamn hot. You're gonna, I'm gonna, I might change the world. You know what the thing is too. I was thinking about. We're all coming back a little bit more tanned up than maybe the, the folk. The Canada, average Canadian. Right? Like we're, we were just in what plus twenty one for for the Canadian folk. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Seventy, maybe seventy five, maybe something. But uh, we're coming back a little bit brown. We're looking a little bit nice for the summer. I think I have a little bit of a tan. So I think when we go back to Canada, I'm thinking so. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're, we're perfect, man. We're perfect. I, I think I don't know who's gonna see we're it. We're not really gonna get too burnt. Oh yeah, my girlfriend better fucking love my half tan, or she's gonna hear about it. Like just the farmer's tan look, big. Like I have a I have a light I mean, tan right now, and she better I mean, fucking love it. You know me, I gotta beat them off with a stick when the yeah. women come around me. Holy fuck! But man, yeah. we go to the supermarket. There's women throwing oh, themselves at me. But I will say, with this half tan, I don't think anybody stands a fucking chance. I don't see, but both you guys got tattoos, so like we go downtown Nashville, people are gonna think you're way cooler than me immediately. That's That's why I I have to wear a jean jacket. I think down to my wrist. I'm thinking flannel. Should we get a tattoo tonight? And jeans. We're we're gonna fit right in. If I get a tattoo, though, I would get a tattoo. No, it's on my ass, though. I gotta get an ass. Uh, My twenty-year-old Jesus, there. Yeah. We all just we're all sitting at uh, a little bit. uh, we, we went that, no like a, that, that brewery so, I guess and dude we went to this hole in the wall tattoo shop I'm like I'm talking the roof wasn't even straight walked in and this guy's sitting there smoking a dart inside where's this in Yorkton oh so it's fucking legit it is yeah, it's legit it is gross how and where is Yorkton for people who don't know is it is it so is it's it south of Regina two and a half hours yeah. north north or east oh it's north east yeah it is reg- in so it's about two hours from for, Regina. For so Sask is north of Regina. Saskatoon, sorry. Yes. Yes. Two hours. Two and a half hours. Two so hours. Yorkton's like is Yorkton east? Yes. Yeah. Compared. Okay. Yes. Okay. okay. How big how big is Yorkton? 
14,000? 18,000. Yeah. Shout out to the Terriers, by the, the way. Terriers? Shout out. Yeah. Yorkton Terrier alumni club. Yeah, this is the alumni right here. I'm going to tag them in this. Yeah, you should. Should I tag absolutely. them? Yeah, you think absolutely. they retweet it? They'd love that. They yeah. would. They'd love it. They'd love the boys. Couple couple, couple, couple ex-pro guys. Ex-pro ex Yorkton Terriers. Currently ex. no job. Currently no, still seeking. Unemployed. But. Unemployed. But, that's that's ex-pro. X Pro, X Pro, X Pro. That looks good, man. Oh yeah, we're, looks, we're, not, awesome. we're not current pros anymore. I I might I might apply at the co-op down the street from my house. I might. I don't know. Bag X Pro, put it on my resume. Bag groceries, dude. You'd be I, running I, the fucking gas station. He'd be running the fucking deli. I'm running like groceries for old ladies out to the cars. I'd feel awesome. Oh like, man, you'd be getting best. tips galore. You make more money probably than probably there. Yeah, absolutely. I will miss my uh, two hundred dollar uh, SP paycheck though. I will miss it. Not gonna lie. Well, you can't. You can use one right now on this trip. On this trip. <laughs> use one right For now. Nashville. Well, but I mean, we're rubbing bottle caps together by the end of the night. <laughs> Just to create a fire to let's keep hold, you warm. Let's hey? have all our beer cans together. We'll take them to Sarcan. Drink, drinking people's hangover sips. Oh, when they leave them on, the, on when they leave them on the table. Oh walk man, pounding those. I'm just drinking backwash all night. I'm gonna start smoking butts. I'm gonna start smoking half smoked cigarettes off the curb. That's the kind of night I want to have tonight. Because well, hey, you know what, we're going to get into it. Folks, we've been going, like, the last 10 minutes, I think, has been absolute hogwash. We probably got to hug up. We're going to hang up now, all right? Um, this is episode 30. This is the three-action episode. Um, not a lot of production, not a lot of preparation, not a lot of thought went into this episode. You're getting a little bit of a live look into what's happening tonight. And um, if you don't like it, shut up and don't listen to it then, all right? Turn it the fuck off, Okay. So this is the project, and we do things a little differently around here. This is going to be the biggest fucking podcast in the goddamn world. Not too long from now. might be next week. Okay? So thank you so much. Jared, sign off. Anything you'd like to say to the, the viewer, the, the listener, before you leave? Opsy, thanks for having me. It's been a fucking treat, man. Man, I hope to God that I don't... Like, tonight's not the last night where no, we're going to see each other. No, hey, I appreciate it. Chance, you too. Say thanks goodbye to the viewers. Me. Yeah, no, I want to say thanks for having me. And um, like I said, shout out to all my boys back home. We shall give the... Give the boys a little touch. Shout out to Moose Jaw. I like Absolutely. That. Or do you want to give a shout out back home? Where are you going? Regina Beach, Saskatchewan. But most of my boys still live in Pilot Butte. But I'm going to give her a share on the social media. and Fucking right. We're, we're going to pump those bit. viewers right up for oh, you there. Hopsy, baby. So many downloads on this episode. I might go top 10. Folks, thank you so much for listening. This is episode 30. 3-0. All right? Okay? If you don't think I'm fucking legit yet, look it up. What? Anyways. Folks, thank you so much for for being here. If you're list, if you've listened this far, you're an absolute trooper. You are an absolute project veteran. Okay, so thank you. Tons. Honestly, the only thing you can say is I'm gonna get a fuck ton more content out now that I'm back home. I'm gonna focus so much on podcasting. I might hang up the skates forever and just grab the mic. Okay, we don't know what's gonna happen, but I'll keep you updated. The viewer, talk to you soon. Thank you so much to Chance and Legion for fucking coming on. Uh, we planned to go on for 20 minutes. We went over double that. Uh, we got to go, though. We got to go down to Broadway. We got beers to drink. We got times to be had. Uh, we'll be talking to you very soon, though, folks. Thank you so much for doing this. Boys, cheers one last time. <laughs> Episode 30.